As you're going into the spring of your junior year, the college application timeline and having a checklist can be so incredibly helpful to help keep you on track and to help reduce your stress during the entire junior year and leading up to that senior year. If you're ready to hear more, stay tuned. Hey there, I'm Courtney and I'm the founder of Confused to College Ready. With over 15 years experience as a mental health therapist turned school counselor, I am bringing my experience and expertise to help you navigate the college search experience. My goal is to serve students and their families and unlock the secrets to college searching. Stay tuned. All right, so let's talk about that college application timeline. One of my juniors came to me a couple years ago and asked what she could do to make senior year go more smoothly. She was really good friends with multiple students who were in their senior year. She had seen the stress that they had in working on things at the last minute, on not feeling like they could participate in their extracurricular activities, that they didn't get to go out with their friends, that they weren't enjoying their senior year. She said, Miss Counts, I don't want that to happen to me. I want to be ahead of things. I want to be on top of it. I want to be able to enjoy my senior year, but also be confident with what I'm doing. So she and her mom and dad and I sat down and we came up with a plan. So the good thing is that you all are in luck. I have this college application timeline for juniors. And today we're going to go over the tasks that are specific for the spring and summer. They're going to help you stay on top of things and reduce your stress. This is going to be a series. So while today we're talking about the spring and summer after junior year, we're going to have information for our sophomores in the future, freshmen, seniors, and it won't just be the spring. We're going to go through all of the different timelines. Um, <clears throat> and we have a special series that's going to be coming all about um, one of the things that we're going to talk about today with college visits and how you can make the most of those. So let's go ahead and talk about spring. Um, One of the things that you want to do is if you are interested in playing a sport at the college level, you definitely want to make sure that you are registered with either the NCAA NCAA eligibility center, or look into any kind of needs that you're going to have with NAIA or anything related to playing that college sport. You want to make sure that you're taking care of the eligibility component. Um, We've talked in previous episodes, um, there are several about how to start looking at that college list. And when you are in the spring of junior year, you really want to define that list. And so you want to look at the selectivity of the schools and ensure that you have several schools that are listed as reach, match, and safety schools. And we also talk about that in one of our podcast episodes. So if you go to the, um, if you look in the notes section, you will be able to find some more information about that as well. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We have had some allergies going on around here, so thank you all for bearing with me. Um, One of the things that I want to make sure that you do as in April taxes are due, you want to make sure that you are saving those tax documents because the FAFSA is the free 
um, application for um, financial student aid. And you want to make sure that you have those tax documents easily accessible for when you're going to be filling that out in October. Um, we also encourage students to make contact with the college representatives for those different colleges on your list, showing that demonstrated interest where you are able to talk through the specifics of questions that you have, what you might need to do to help things go smoothly, um, answering, just having that continued communication and conversation. And this is something where you're able to not only have the conversation, but you are the colleges as they're sending emails that you are clicking on the emails, you're clicking on the links, you would be amazed at what colleges are able to with just the um, a couple clicks of the mouse, what they're able to find out as far as their reporting. Did you look at the email? Did you click on the link to it? How long were you on the website? Were there interactions that you had? The other thing is, um, and this is going to be coming in a future episode as well, but you really want to look at um, your unique story. What does that unique story look like for you? And are there specific things that you want to focus on and things that you really care about? So that might be a specific volunteer experience or something, um, that you are just engaged in and that you want to make sure that you are focusing that time on with your extracurricular, involvement. Um, so you want to have a personal profile where you are really able to, um, to list out the things that you are doing. And again, this is something else. So stay tuned for future episodes because we're going to go into more detail on that personal profile, but you want to update that so that you know, you know what, I forgot that, um, I don't want to forget that I volunteered for this particular club or they had a specific activity for us to get involved in. And so I made sure that, um, that I included that so that you can have that on your resume. You can include it on your applications and sending that to the people who are, um, writing your letters of recommendation. So in the spring, you're going to have that college list, you're going to look at selectivity of schools, and you're going to um, to have kind of a more broad list. Once summertime rolls around, you really want to narrow down that list of colleges to your top choices. If you haven't already done so in the spring and the summer, this can be a really good time to maximize vacations, to maximize spring break, and to go visit some schools. Um, so if you haven't gone to see a particular school or there's a new one that maybe you're interested in, this is a fabulous, fabulous time. Again, you're showing that demonstrated interest for the colleges that need it, and you're going to be able to go in and you will have um, an opportunity to talk with the colleges to be able to see, is it a good fit? Is it something that you feel comfortable being on that campus? You're going to be there for at least four years for most people. You want to make sure it's something that you're going to be comfortable with and that you really can picture yourself there. Um, one of the next things that you want to do over the summer is looking at if you want to apply early action, which means that you are getting all of your documents in early, or are you looking at applying early decision? 
Early decision is a binding commitment. So that is something where you have, as parents need to sign saying, yes, we know this is binding. Students sign saying that they know it is binding. And then also the school counselor will actually be a um, signing something saying that they have had a conversation with you. And so you only can apply early decision for one particular school. The next thing that I would encourage you to do over the summer is to make that college application checklist. And again, we have a podcast episode on all of these pieces, um, what you need to include on that application checklist, what you need to find for each college you're applying to, and the different deadlines that you're going to have. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so the other thing, the next thing that you would want to look at is with that checklist, looking at the average incoming test scores to see how do your ACT or SAT test scores compare to what that college is looking at and what the average incoming, um, scores are. Is that something that you need to spend some time studying over the summer and maybe take it again in your, in the fall of your senior year? Or is that something where you took a look at that in the fall and winter? And so you know whether you need to retake the, one of those tests in the spring or even into June. So that is definitely something that's an option. As you are looking at that college application checklist and looking at where are you applying, are you applying by Common App, Coalition App, direct to the school, go ahead and look at completing your essay over the summer. You might be working, you might be spending time with friends, doing some of that volunteer work or some other projects, but this is the perfect time when you don't have schoolwork hanging over your head to really dive in, work on those essays and get them to a point where you feel like, you know what, I just am going to have to make a couple of tweaks depending on where I'm applying or what I'm doing. And you're able to, once applications open up, copy and paste those essays into your, um, into the application and go ahead and submit it so that when things get started, you're not feeling so overwhelmed with filling out the application and then starting the essays from scratch in addition to everything else that you have to do. The more that you're able to get done in completing the applications in the summer before you get started and go back to school, the easier that school year is going to be. Your classes, you still want to make sure that you are being as successful as you normally would with your courses. You want to make sure that you are focused and having as much of that done as possible will help you have as much time back on your plate as possible. Scholarships are such an important part of that college and readiness and college application process. College costs a significant amount of money. And one of the things that you can do is you can look at your college, um, the colleges that you're applying to and find out, okay, so with this particular scholarship, is this something that it will stack, which means that you can have multiple scholarships built on top of each other. <clears throat> excuse me. And if so, 
with those scholarships stacking, how many additional scholarships are you able to apply to? You can find out the stacking information by contacting the college, um, their financial aid office to see what's available. And then there are a lot of different scholarship opportunities. And again, if you check the show notes, we have links to our podcasts about different scholarships, and we will continue to put more information out um, on that just to keep you updated. The other thing is, if you are interested in doing some coaching with me, we have one-on-one coaching where we go into even more detail on each of these things. I have a checklist for you to look at as well as you being able to have specific time asking whatever questions you might have. We are going to be starting a group coaching program as well. So it can be time with um, you and a couple of other students so that you can learn from them as well as having that individualized attention. So if you, if that's something that you think you're interested in, send me an email. It's admin at confusedtoready.com. The next thing that I want you to do in the summer is, again, continuing to update that personal profile so that you can use that and complete a brag sheet. And a brag sheet, and we'll talk more about this in our senior section, but a brag sheet is something that you're going to give to someone who's writing a letter of recommendation for you so that you can tell them all of the wonderful things that you have done and you're able to let them know if there's something specific that you want them to cover. Is there a unique circumstance that led to where you are or why you are looking into a particular college or career path? As you look at that, you're going to have an opportunity to share that with your recommender. Is there something that specific that you want to make sure that they include? That brag sheet and writing a letter to the re- to your recommender is a key way to help make sure that everything that you want is covered. So what I would suggest is that you go back, pause this as many times as you need, and make your checklist of all of your different tasks and activities for the spring and summer of, of junior year. Um, spring of junior year leading into that summer before senior year. The more that you can do ahead of time and the more that you are able to stay on top of things, the less stress you're going to have in your senior year, being able to focus on your time with friends, time with family, your schoolwork, um, and being able to still have positive conversations at home where you are able to just enjoy one another's company. So, I know that that was a lot of information in um, in this episode. Please go back, get a pen, grab a notebook, go back, pause it, and listen to each of those steps. But this is a really critical way for you to make sure that you have everything that you need. Um, and again, if you are interested in working with me on an individual or group basis, I would love the opportunity to help you answer whatever questions that you have. Um, and as a, we have some more information that's going to be coming within the next couple of weeks where we are going to share another way for you um, to have some free coaching and free feedback from us. 
um, in the in the coming weeks. So um, just a little teaser that that is coming soon, and we are super super excited for that. But if you have any questions or you need anything in the meantime, you can reach out to me at admin at confusedtoready.com. I look forward to talking with you all soon. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Confused to Ready and download our free guide on how to start or expand your college search at confusedtoready.com forward slash how to start.